folks, welcome back to another great episode of Get Up and Drive podcast. John, I can't believe it. We're at SEMA 2022, and we're in the racing junk booth. Yep. Live. Live. In person. In person. So <laughs> what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be doing an interview mm -hmm. with some guy named Glenn. He's got this pretty fancy car. Right. And we wanted to tell us a little bit about it. We wanted to brag about it. I, I definitely want Glenn C to brag about it. I'm pretty good at bragging. Glenn, yeah. go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm a very large hat size. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from, uh, the garage that built it. Yep. And we'll get into the car. Okay. Well, uh, Glenn C. Uh, I live in Greenback, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, my shop is in Maryville, Tennessee. It's called the Garage Mahal. Appropriate. Uh, yes, and that's a registered U.S. trademark, so I don't want to be seeing you using that anywhere. All right. Okay. You get $5 when I say the Garage Mahal. Yes. The Garage Mahal. Cut it out, John. <laughs> the Garage <laughs> Mahal. <laughs> now this is costing me money. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, free for you guys. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Great. There we go. Uh, so a um, couple of years ago, probably four, Joe McCall from Borowski Racing Engine comes over to the Garage Mahal and says, Glenn, have you ever built... A pinch nose street rod that had a turbo in it. I said, no, but let's do it. Let's try it. Uh, now I know why nobody's ever built one of these cars. Okay. 102 <laughs> feet of stainless steel piping and tubing to make that turbo work because the turbo sets where the radiator is, right? Right, yeah. right, right. And the radiator sets where the trunk is. Right. So you got to get that stuff back and forth. Right. That wasn't a smart idea. No. Probably won't be building another one of those. <laughs> uh, quite challenging, but it makes the car more unique. That's why I think we won. We went to the Riddler, and we got grade eight runner-up to the Riddler this March, and, and we've had fanfare everywhere we take the car. Uh, it's been a big hit. Uh, good for the shop, mm -hmm. right? Getting our name known and for get sure. out there. Yep to support our industry and, and to support my guys. We're a very small shop, five guys. They've been with me forever. Okay. It's a family at the Garage Mahal. Our customers somehow become our best friends. I, I don't advertise except for on racing junk. Okay. Uh, and our customers just keep coming back and back and back. And it's been a true blessing from God to be able to do what we love and get paid to do it. For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Before we go any further, we keep talking about the car. Right. Why don't we tell everybody who's listening right now what the car is? Okay. 1936 Pontiac slant-back two-door sedan. Okay. Uh, the car, believe it or not, being from East Tennessee and the famous uh, highway that everybody heard of in the movies. Right. Uh, so smuggling moonshine was a big thing right, right around right. east tennessee that car came out of a barn everybody knew about the car mm -hmm. uh it sat outside this barn in its later years had a couple of bullet holes in the side and of course the rumors flew around it was a moonshiner's car right and when we got the car it was a complete car but no back seat right but it, was a, but it was a field car i mean field was, car yeah, yeah oh it wasn't pretty right but we wanted to make that some a car with a feeling and a history mm -hmm. where we come from with moonshine and prohibition so the mm -hmm. car was named prohibition uh pro capitalized mm -hmm. for the pro stock engine and right. all the 33 35 tire you know it's right. crazy street machine but we carried that theme of prohibition into the interior mm -hmm. steve holcomb there in knoxville 
uh, built the interior. My friend John Forkham, who's a fantastic woodworker, built the hardwood floors that mimic a whiskey barrel. Oh, wow. He made us a whiskey barrel shifter for the low car shifter. Okay. Little barrel buttons that are in the seat tufted for <laughs> buttons or look like whiskey barrels. Yeah. So we tried to carry that theme, you know, and give the car some history and some meaning and something fun to talk about. So, yeah. And I see it's well detailed, but it's not flashy. Yeah. It, it has no chrome on it. No. Everything is either, you know, brush finished or lightly toned uh, other than the other than the shiny paint. It's and even that is a, a subdued color. Well, when you were running shine, you didn't want any flash. No, that's right. right? No flash no. at all. No. So we, again, kept with that theory. I've got this creative mind uh, or mm -hmm. crazy one of the two. Call it what you want to. They run the same track. Yes. And I thought, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all the way with it. Mm -hmm. So I, that goes down to the paint. It's an Exalta base paint mm -hmm. uh, that my friend at our Exalta store and I set and concocted up. The car was originally green, but not that color green. And we said, what would be even more cool and promote prohibition than a color in the lights looks dark green, mm -hmm. but without the light, it's black. Black. So when the police pull you over that next day, I'm they not, say, me. not me, my car's green. I wasn't running that shine last night. That right. was a black car. Right. It wasn't me. <laughs> well, John, so I don't come from an area of prohibition. Okay. Uh, in Eastern Canada, we didn't have to deal with the moonshine oh, yeah. and all that sort of thing. But at the same token, I completely understand and appreciate the story that goes along with this car because if you look at it and you tell the story, you know exactly what was going on inside your mind when you said, this is what I want to do. Yeah. If there's one thing that you can pick out on this car to be your favorite part of the car, what is it? I just get one? One, okay. I'll let you start with one. We can, we're <laughs> going to get into the rest of them, but I like when I look at this thing, the first thing that comes to my mind is the no chrome. Yeah. And, and the, the, how clean it is. And the uh, the tail lights are hidden. Yeah, and, you know, like just. I think if we had to categorize what it is, it's the engine. Yeah, you know, uh, it's an eleven hundred and sixty three horsepower Borowski LS turbocharged motor. That's how it got started. Okay. Joe lives near me. He had this engine. So you built the car to carry the engine around. Absolutely. Well, that was nice of you. <laughs> uh, just simply because it never been done. At okay. least we, in our field of range, uh, never seen anybody put one of those engines in a pinched nose because there's no room. Right, there is no and, room. And the masterpiece, if you look at the piping mm -hmm. that it took to pull this thing together, that was six months of welding. I can't tell you how many hours of TIG welding went into that stainless pipe. Like All the little alligator cuts and mm -hmm. some people call them lobster cuts or pie cuts but right uh it took months and months and months to make that engine work so that's the mechanical masterpiece behind this car that makes it so unique wow. and, and i can certainly appreciate that uh my father has a 36 dodge with a 340 in it yeah and that's tough to work on yeah so i can't imagine stuffing something with all that piping in there and still having to work around steering, suspension, cooling. Now, I understand that the cooling is coming from the rear of the car. That is correct. So explain to us how we're doing that, how we get in the air back there. Well, we found that out after we did all this. 
Okay. <laughs> we said, hey, we probably should think about how we're going to cool that beast. Uh, and so we call up DeWitt's radiator. Right. We said, here's what we've got. How do we do it? And they all laughed. <laughs> That's not good. That wasn't a good move. Uh, but they put us in touch with a cat who knows this kind of stuff, racing, high performance, remote mounted cooling systems. Mm -hmm. And they just helped us design this. It had to be at a certain angle. I don't remember what that angle is of that radiator. Uh, and then we had to incorporate special fans. It had to be so, so many cubic inches mm -hmm. of fin space to cool that much heat coming off that engine based on calculated how long the pipes were that would cool it off before it got to the radiator and then and then the fan situation well there's no air that's going to normally just come up through the radiator right you have ducted fans yeah so yeah. we call they call uh, uh spall mm -hmm. the fan company and said man we've just come out with this new ball bearing fan that that pulls 5,000 CFM or some crazy number. Right. He said, I think we can do that with two of those. Sure. I said, really? So where do they go? Because <laughs> the radiators are uh, like uh, seven inches off the ground, mm -hmm. you know, because this thing sets so low. Right. They incorporated all this stuff into this shroud system mm -hmm. that pulls the air through through wow. that radiator that's laying on its face underneath the, underneath the fuel tank mm -hmm. and the intercooler tank. All the juice is in the back of that trunk. Nice. Certain things, you just don't think about these things, John, when you're going and, and you're trying to, you know, put everything to one small compartment. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, I've got to, I've got to cool this thing. Right. 10 pounds yeah. of hot rod in a five pound sack. Exactly. Yeah. You so, got to figure out and give concessions here and there. Talk us through suspension. Is it on air ride? It is. It's on uh, ride technologies, ride tech, yeah. uh, air technology. Uh, that was a challenge. Uh, simply because of the tightness of the front end, mm -hmm. trying to get a bag to work in the front of that. Is it a Mustang II style front? It is. Solid axle in the rear yes. or independent? Yep, Mosier rear end in okay. the back, all fabricated. It's okay. a Scotts chassis. Uh, we actually took the car when it was whole mm -hmm. over to, because Scotts is in Knoxville now. Right. Uh, we took the car and the frame as one complete unit over to them and said, here's what we're going to build, build me a frame. Okay. And so a few months later, they call up and say, come get it. Wow. And so the work began. <laughs> well, John, I don't think this is the type of car that you're just going to go to racingjunk.com and maybe flip through the buy and sell and see if it's something that you can pick up for a couple but, grand. But I heard it was for sale. A little bird told me it's going to be for sale. <laughs> Starting Friday, yeah. <laughs> when this thing rolls out of here, it's going up for sale. Very yeah, nice. We have a new Riddler build we've got in the works. Okay. Uh, and since my money and my wife's money went into building that car, mm -hmm. we need that money back. Right. So sure. we can roll it over with just a small shop. Do the next one. Do the next one. Uh, so, yeah, somebody's going to have an opportunity to own a million-dollar car for less than a million dollars. So, nice. Yeah, it'll be a hot one. That's... Uh, that is crazy. In a nutshell, we love to know what drives you. How did you get to where you're at? How, 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 when did you start learning to love and card? Well, I have told this story at the Riddler interview up in Detroit in March, okay. and I really had to think back and it just started flowing. 
When I was a little kid, before seat belts, right, I'd stand in the front seat of my dad's big old Buick Electra 225, you okay. know, a Roadmaster, and I would stand in the seat and I'd pick out cars. Look, 64 Chevy, uh -huh. 56 Chevy, mm -hmm. uh, 54 Ford. I mean, I just knew cars from a little age. I was just am amazed by automobiles. And it never went away. Mm -hmm. It never, it ne I could never get away from it. Even though I went into the Navy, became an electronics technician, had a career at IBM with computers, I was always building cars on the side. Mm -hmm. Just that's what I did. And one day my wife walks up to me. I've got my blue suit, my red tie, going into IBM. And she hands me an envelope. Mm -hmm. And I said, What's this? She goes, It's today's the day. I said, What day? She goes, you're going to retire today. I said, honey, I'm only 40. Right. And I have a pretty good income. Mm -hmm. She goes, no, I'm sick and tired of watching you put that suit on. You hate that job. Every day you come home and you work in the garage and you build cars for everybody else mm -hmm. except for yourself. Uh, so you're going to go build cars and the money will come. Sure. So can I get my wife hooked up with your wife? Like, is this something that we can do here pretty quick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, we probably can. Now, will she buy off on that? I don't know, but I, I mean, if your wife is a, any type of a salesperson at all, she might be able to make something happen. There. Okay. Now, Jason, there's probably going to be a fee with that. Hey. I'll, leave I, that I I'll leave that between them. Everything <laughs> comes with a fee, and it's usually worth it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, here I am 20-some years later, 25 years later. Uh, obviously, I'm not going hungry, <laughs> uh, and just I love what I do. I love the people I have met, like you guys. I, I'm building this friendship community around cars, and it's just unbelievable. It's just that's what the cars seem to be about. Some people consider them appliance, you know, transportation appliances, right? right. Some people consider them their lifeblood. Yeah, and that's why your channel, you know, the get out and drive thing, when I first time I saw that, thanks to Racing Junk, mm -hmm. uh, I said, wow, this is pretty cool. These are real people really pushing, driving what we build. Yes. And, and our community that's, the government's trying to outlaw it and people are against us and the, and the, uh, the green people hate these things. Right. Uh, but there's still so much passion and what you guys are doing is thank you. I mean, You're it's welcome. awesome. Well, I know we talked a little bit earlier. You said you are already a fan of uh, National Get Out and Drive Day. Yep. And that was participated this, in it. You participated in Absolutely. National Get Out and Drive Day, which was uh, this year was on October second, twenty twenty-two. Yep. And it is reoccurring every the first Sunday of every October. Awesome. And. I'm, I'm glad, again, because of Racing Junk and, and, and Hemmings, I'm glad you were able to see that. Yeah and, yeah. and I'm glad you guys did something and had fun. Yeah, I had a blast. And, and you know, me, the ever optimist that I am, my glass is always half full. I think it'll become one day more than once a year. I think it, it has, there's a space and an opportunity in our market to have the get out and drive once a month thing. Right. You know, right. I mean... I think, we, it, I think it will support it. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we started the National Get Out and Drive Day to get people, no matter if you have a car that is old or new or whatever, get it out of the garage. Have fun with your family. Yes. Create memories. 
It's, it's not like your car, your classic car, your baby is not like your good china. Don't only use it on Christmas. No, that's right. right. Because someday you're going to die and say, man, I sure wish I would have drove my car. I sure wish I would have used the china. Yeah, keep it nice for the next person. Yeah, no. 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 Drive the wheels off of it. Drive the wheels and off it. John, National Get Out Drive Day isn't just for folks who have cars because we know there's people who wish they aspire to right. be able to get out and drive something maybe they can't for whatever reason. So we encourage you guys to get out there and you know take a drive in your family car. Go get some ice cream, play a board game, watch a car movie because we want you guys to know how it feels to enjoy what it is that we enjoy yeah. on a regular basis, talking about cars, driving cars, working on cars, building cars. Passing yep. information on and the next generation. That's Absolutely, right. yes. we gotta do that. Uh, the feeling we got coming out on Route 66, mm -hmm. my family moved from Illinois to Phoenix, Scottsdale area in the in 66, Okay. and we actually drove Route 66. Mm -hmm. So getting out and driving that and remembering the petrified forest, the painted desert, the Indian trading posts, mm -hmm. uh, was just, man, what a, what a culture. And we lost it there somewhere, maybe in the 80s and the 90s. We lost that feeling of getting out and driving. Yep. So this stuff is perfect. Let's get back to a simple way of life where when we hop in our car, it's just not transportation. No, that's right. It makes us feel good again. Glenn, it makes me feel good that you feel the same way as we do. And thank you so much for taking some time. Yep. Talking Appreciate to you us guys. All right. Pontiac. Yep. And we hope to see you uh, next year. Absolutely. With another one. And somewhere in between. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks, thank Glenn. you. Yep. Right. You know, Jason, we sure get to talk a lot. Yes, and some of us more than others. Who, me? I'm not pointing any fingers. Yes, you are. But well, we want to hear from our listeners. Just go to our website, getoutanddrive.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the listener hotline button. We want to hear from you. Cool stories, breakdown stories, questions, comments, hate mail, even hate mail, even hate mail. You got a car show in your area? Let us know. Tell us an interesting story. Let us know what you like to get out and drive. Speed over to our friends at RacingJunk.com and sign up for a Pro Club membership. Use the code GETOUT to receive a discount when you sign up for a Pro Club membership. Cruise on over to our website, GetOutAndDrive.com, for all the info you never wanted to know about our podcast. Hit us up on our listener hotline, be the first to know what's happening, get industry news, and grab your Get Out and Drive merch. Connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow us on Twitter at Get Out and Drive Pod. What drives you?